All right, welcome to the Lift San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Wesley Guest. Here we talk about everything San Diego, like where to eat, sleep, drink, work, live, and play in America's finest city. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the podcast. I'm excited to get to talk to you today about five things you absolutely need to know when you're buying a condo in San Diego or anywhere in California and most of the other states for that matter. So if you've been thinking about buying a condo, maybe it's your first home purchase, Maybe you're re- maybe you've been renting for a while and decided it's time to start paying your own mortgage instead of somebody else's. Whatever your reasons might be, in my opinion, condos can be a great option because they are usually less expensive than, say, a home purchase, especially when you're just getting started on the home ownership wagon. Average price points in San Diego are becoming astronomical, so a condominium is a good way to get started. And on this list, I'm not really talking about the obvious stuff. You you know, if you're thinking about buying a property or a condo, you've probably been on maybe Realtor.com, Zillow.com, kind of looking at homes or condos you like. But those things are probably a little more obvious. On this, con- well, this conversation with you, I wanted to talk about, you know, the five tips or the five tips I have for you that you probably didn't think of and you definitely do not want to learn the hard way. Okay, so... Tip number one here is going to be, do you have pets? If so, it is extremely important to check the pet policy. Not all condominiums. It's actually the homeowners association that makes the rules and buying a condo automatically makes you a member of the homeowners association. So you're a part, you're a part of creating the rules, putting votes together. You, you can be very active if you want in homeowners association, but not all condos are They allow certain types of pets. Sometimes there's limitations on the size of pets. There can be breed restrictions, and especially with dogs. Sometimes you'll find weight restrictions. If you're like me, I mean, my dogs are my family. And I definitely, if I was buying another condo, I don't, I would not want to run into this issue afterwards. It would be a huge problem and a huge headache for me. And I'm sure if you're a pet person, it would be for you as well. So definitely you need to check out those pet policies. Tip number two is going to be maybe you're planning to do like an Airbnb or short-term rental type of scenario. You need to check the leasing rules for the particular condo complex in this case. Most of them are going to have lease restrictions. Downtown San Diego, for example, just about all the condos have restrictions. So, and they're a little more strict. So you need to be aware. They vary by building or complex. I know from what I usually see, most of them, the minimum time frame or lease time is going to be 30 days, but a lot of them will be maybe a six month minimum on a lease. Other condos can have, can be even more strict than that. They can restrict the number of units that are allowed to be leased out because they want to keep a high majority of primary owner occupants or you want to most of the re- the, ag- the residents in the buildings they want those residents sorry I'm getting tangled up they want them to be the owners of the building so the thinking here is the restrictions though as far as it goes towards not allowing the short term you know weekend rentals nightly rentals is that a lot of HOAs do not want to turn their complex into what would basically look like a hotel in a lot of cases. Definitely have enough hotels in San Diego, first of all. (laughs) In general, somebody on vacation, somebody spending a very short amount of time in a property for the most part, probably isn't going to care too much about it. A lot of that thinking is towards keeping, you know, complex or buildings nice and doing what they can to maintain the uh, higher standard of living for the rest of the residents that live there full time. Short-term, those short-term leasing and Airbnb can make sense 
on paper financially, but just it's just not really feasible a lot of the time per most condo association rules from what I've seen. Tip number three is going to have to do with maybe you're not a big carpet fan. I mean, honestly, who is? <laughs> carpet can get pretty gross, especially if you're not the first person to live on it. Say you're planning to buy a condo. First thing you want to do is maybe pull out the carpet and put in hardwood or maybe a laminate possibly a tile, very common. You have to know that many condo complexes, they have rules as to the uh, type of flooring allowed. Some units might even be more restricted than other units in the same complex. If you're planning to install wood, tile, or laminate, you need to make sure it's allowed before you buy the condo. This will save you a major headache. So tip number four is going to be, has to do with parking. Common sense says, right, if you're looking for a two-bedroom condo, you're going to get two parking spots. A one-bedroom condo, one parking spot. What you'll find, though, is that this is not actually the case. Parking is not directly correlated to the number of bedrooms, which is what probably a lot of people think, especially when they first get started on this process. You need to check those condo details when you're shopping for, for new residents. So some condos will have two parking spots that equal two bedrooms. Some will have two bedrooms and they'll have one parking spot. There's one bedrooms that have two parking spots. There's one bedroom condos that have no parking spots, which could be a huge problem for a lot of people. You also need to pay attention to the type of parking spot you're getting with a condo purchase. A good example is let's say you're driving a jacked up Ford F-250 super truck. You buy your condo and it's after the fact you realize it has a parking spot, but it's on the third lowest level subterranean style type parking and it's a compact car size spot. I mean, you're screwed, right? <laughs> you're going to have a big problem at the very least. You definitely want to check these, these kind of details out before you let the ink hit the paper. Okay, so tip number five is going to be check the monthly fees. When you buy a condo, almost all the time, not all the time, but most of the time you're going to be paying a monthly HOA payment. These payments vary. So sometimes, and even sometimes these, these payments, I mean, they can be higher than the mortgages in some case. HOA fees can really make or break affordability. So you need to pay attention to that. And when I'm, when I'm assess or assessing, that's what I'm about to talk about. But when I'm looking at a monthly HOA fee amount, kind of usually break it down and top down and I look, I break it into two parts. So the first thing I look at what the actual monthly amount is and what that includes. And if there are any planned increases in that monthly amount, or if there's any assessments on the horizon, or maybe that current HOA monthly amount does include an assessment that's going to go away. There's a lot of things that can be happening. So you want to, you want to pay attention to that because some, like I said before, condo fees, I mean, they can be, some can be nominal, but others can be astronomical. So you want to definitely pay attention to that amount. And, um, Second part of this, the way I look at it is you want to find out what that fee includes. Reason being is because maybe it's on the higher end compared to what you've been looking at in other condos, but maybe it includes other things that those other condos don't include, such as some of the utilities. I know in the city downtown, in downtown San Diego, a lot of the time, well, almost all the time, the HOA fees are going to be higher than what you find outside outside of the city, but that fee includes water and it includes gas. You need to, when you're... When you're, when you're working on your budget or you're balancing out what it's going to cost you, you need to subtract that from the utility side as you add it to the HOA payment. That can make a lot more sense. They're all different, so you need to pay attention and you, and you need to find out what that is. Where you close and you're the you're the proud owner and all of a sudden you, you don't want any unpleasant surprises with the HOA fee amount. Okay, 
So anyway, hopefully that helps you if you're thinking about buying a condo in San Diego. Those are five things that I wish somebody had explained to me in the very beginning when I first got started as far as a homeowner, buying a condo, and as a real estate agent. It's important and they absolutely make a difference. All right, that's all I've got for today. To learn more about San Diego, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave me a review. And make sure to check out and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Live San Diego, and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you were even thinking about moving to anywhere in the San Diego area, make sure to give me a call, shoot me a text, send me an email, because if there is anything I can do to help you with your real estate needs, I will 100% make it happen.